back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is season three, episode three, Will You Be My Valentine? Happy, Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Um, I love it. I don't know if this is just a super Americanized, like I know it can be a holiday everywhere, but I feel like here it's probably extra hallmarky. Very commercialized for sure. <laughs> yes, that's okay. Commercialized is a much better uh, descriptor than hallmarky, but <laughs> somebody got it, I'm sure. Um, well, and they might have been who developed it too. I don't know. Well, so no, okay. I was doing some research for tonight's oh, episode. Oh, okay. And okay. it said that the origins of Valentine's Day were not romantic at all, that <laughs> okay. there were several Christian martyrs with the name oh. of Valentine. And so Valentine's Day was like a day dedicated to them. And somewhere along the lines, American commercialism got in the way. And uh, of course it did. <laughs> you know, and here of we are. Um, but I don't know. I thought that that was interesting. Yeah. Um, just as far as the origins go, that actually had nothing to do with love. Because nowadays it's like, if you have a Valentine, if you don't have a Valentine, your kids got to make a Valentine box at school. Something I'm not a fan of that the schools do these days is, uh, well, they're lazy. And the kids are only allowed to write, like, from Brittany on the Valentine. They're not allowed to write to Sarah because that would take too much time to make sure I bought Sarah's Valentine in Sarah's box. Um. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, so we had to send in 34 Valentines for Remy because, of course, she couldn't just give them to her classmates. Like every teacher had to have one and whatever. Um, but they were all only allowed to say from Remy. And I would like to also note we got a box from Sam's Club of like 60 uh, Fun Dip Valentines. Oh, okay. Yeah, except for then we got an email from the principal saying absolutely no food, no suckers no candy no nothing food oh my whatsoever. gosh so now we got a cool like, <sighs> 59 fun dips to eat uh because of course they were already open and so we cannot take them back i don't i'm not a fan of fun dip i just want the stick and so <sighs> my family gets really mad at me because they'll be like are you serious it's another empty powder left in the box mm, because I, I would just swipe the sticks out i love fun dip the sticks are so good. You cannot buy them by themselves. I've done thorough oh. research. Uh, the Licka sticks uh, are not separated from the dipping powder ever. And it's rather unfortunate because I just want to buy a case of the sticks. Right. Because I bet there's a market for that. Surely I'm not the only one. Okay. Taking a poll. If you're listening and you know what a fun dip is. Do you enjoy the stick? Uh, Remy says, she's always like, I don't know why you like it. It doesn't even have any flavor. You know what flavor it has? The flavor of my childhood. <laughs> it's just solid sugar. It's about like the candy cigarettes. Um, yeah. Those are so hard to find these days because of course, I mean, Cancel. Hind hindsight's 2020. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess they're not trying to promote five-year-olds to smoke cigarettes anymore. But back in the day, that was the thing to do. Actually, I've got a picture. I was maybe two or three, and I'm like standing in a playpen holding a beer with a cigarette out of my mouth. It's not lit. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, somebody felt that it was imperative. <laughs> like, oh, two year old a playpen, give her a beer and a cigarette. Let's take her picture. And there I am, just standing like an adult. Um, oh, that's great. 
I've given up hope on this poncho being done for my meetings next week because I'm just not trying to put myself under that amount of pressure. So, goal, I've moved the mark a bit, uh, given myself two additional weeks to try to get it done before I have training back in Ohio. Okay. And um, I'm getting a little excited because my little cake ball of yarn, I'm it's getting small. It's getting small. And, Good. Um, so, it starts out like a very dark gray and then gets like a lighter gray, a lighter gray, a very light gray, and then a cream color. And then... Mm-hmm. It's like a dark, dark foresty green and then an even darker greenish, almost black green. Oh. And then that's the end of the cake. Like, I'm on cream now. I've only got two colors left of the stripes and the cake is done. Nice. So I feel pretty good about that. Uh, we got a 10-hour drive next week. Twice. So I feel like that's a lot of time I could maybe be knitting in the car. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So I'm, I'm just not going to stress out about it, but I am... I'm... I'm liking the yarn better. It's Good. really small. And I, I just fucking hate small yarn because I'm so impatient. Yeah. But I'm dead serious. If anybody wants any type of dressy yarn, this Lion Brand cake with the sequins. The sequins are only like, they're just very sporadic in the stitching to where it looks really elegant. Is the word I like use. it. Um, yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I like it too. And that I get it done before it's too hot down here to wear it because... I mean, today we hit 70, and tomorrow we're supposed to be 75, and I think the next day, too. So yeah. I'll be getting this poncho done right about time that's, like, you know, mid-80s here in Virginia. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, I'll have it for next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and we've got St. Patty's Day coming up, too, in March. That's a good call, so yeah. Green. Well, and I feel like right now is like false spring. Maybe that's the Ohio coming out in me because if you're from Ohio, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like false spring number one, false spring number two, kind of like spring, and then actual spring might show up at some point. But I feel like here, this is like false spring number one. We have daffodils and tulips blooming, and it's February. Oh, mine um, aren't blooming yet, but I do have daffodils sprouting up right now. I saw red tulips today, and tulips are my absolute fave. I just, the only thing I don't like about them is that they're just so short-lived. Yeah. Like, they come up, and I'm so excited, and they're stunning, and then, like, two days later, they're dead and crumbling to pieces. Like, mm-hmm. um, but I, I really love tulips. I've got a terrible tattoo of a tulip. Um, oh. Yep. I've got two tattoos, and... One, uh, I, I, lo- I mean, I love them both. Don't get me wrong. But the first one I ever got, my sister uh, Tiffany and I got them done together with zero. And I mean zero thought or <laughs> uh, planning in yeah. it at all. She, we went to lunch and she's like, what are you doing after this? And I'm like, oh, nothing. What are you doing? She's like, want to go get a tattoo? And we did. That's exactly <laughs> how much thought went into it. So um, it's a tulip, though, because tulips... Uh, are supposed to be the flower of fame and fortune and because one day I just know that I'm going to be famous and I've known this for since my younger years here it actually has a tulip and then the word fame underneath mm-hmm. only the tattoo artist who is actually super great now and really honed in his skill uh, at the time <laughs> might have just been like I don't know maybe turn 12 and just getting his start I okay he wasn't 12 but he was very young like super young and it shows in my uh on my leg because it looks like the handwriting for the word fame looks as if perhaps maybe a five-year-old wrote it 
Oh. Or someone that had just learned cursive. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so so it's a doozy, but it's a tulip. And I do love tulips, so it makes me really happy to see them. But I feel like it's like I feel like it's that false, I'm going to get excited about spring, and then they're going to be like, psych, here's a couple inches of snow. Yeah, I'm not getting too excited because it is supposed to snow this coming week. I don't, I don't think this week it's supposed to. I'm going to be stalking the weather there because I am flying back in uh, in March and I don't really want to have to be flying into snow and ice and stuff. I'm a little, got a little anxiety about all that. Yeah. Uh, My. Because of the flights and everything else lately too. Like I know what will happen. It's, I'm going to be the one that's like, and she's been trapped in the plane on the tarmac <laughs> for four hours. Like I can see it coming. My sister's birthday is friday Mm. and her birthday it is either a warm wonderful spring-like day or it is a level three snow emergency (laughs) so Um, i'm I'm excited to see what we're going to get on friday i am gonna need her to rein in a good weekend monday uh, a couple of my teammates and i have to drive to nashville on monday and i was looking at nashville's weather like oh i wonder what it's gonna be like there uh rain 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 and then the day that we leave also rain oh no um from where we are staying to where the meeting points are we got a very specific instruction today that says they are located 0.03 miles apart um and i don't know how far that is but it's going to probably be in the rain so um that's not that far no i would three miles point no, not even point three, my friend. Point zero three. Oh, which oh, okay. is even then, more then... odd that we would specify down to the uh hundredth and tenth. Right. I, I mean, like <laughs> I just I think it's like... a very specific. Yeah. Um, let's see. Point I mean, I feel like that's miles. like across a parking lot. <laughs> that can't be right. I guarantee it has to be point three because I just checked as we're sitting here and point zero three miles is 158 feet. <laughs> That's right. And if somebody is giving me specific instructions for a work meeting that says I must walk 158 <laughs> feet to the meeting site, I don't know whether to be insulted or impressed. I'm not sure. I just don't know. Um, <laughs> Make sure you wear your comfortable shoes. That is a lot of walking. <laughs> Yes, 158 feet. I mean, what is that? Like, from here to my bathroom? How many feet is that, I wonder? I don't know. Um, I, I feel like it's got to be 0.3 because that's obviously just a shade over a quarter mile. Yeah. And a quarter mile is one lap around the track. So I feel mm-hmm. like that would be worth noting more than 158 feet. Oh, shoot. Yeah. That's hilarious. I'm glad we looked that up because... 158 feet my goodness <laughs> um and although it's gonna be a long drive i'm not gonna lie i'm kind of excited not to fly because i just the man things are a little crazy these days uh you know obviously we don't ever get into politics or anything weird but i don't care where you're at in the world right now something weird is happening with the plane maybe maybe this is it maybe the aliens have finally made good contact and... oh my god <laughs> Maybe this is it. E.T., are you phoning home? Uh, oh, Lord. It's kind of strange. Like, I, every time I turn the news on, I'm like, man, no freaking way. Like, what is happening? 
Um, and I feel like it's a little question because nobody really has the answer to that, at least here uh, in America. We don't seem to have the answer to anything that's going on right now. We're just all kind of like, I feel like everybody's watching and being like, let's just keep pretending nothing's happening and see see how that works out for us. So we're still in the denial and pretend nothing's happening phase of life here uh, in the States. And I don't know, we're just cruising along with it. So I feel like I'm going to wake up tomorrow and it's going to be like Will Smith, uh, like Independence Day when they woke up and the giant spaceship was just out there. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm waiting on tomorrow, just to wake up and see what's see what's out there. Um, I don't know. Can we talk about how good people are also with, this could be a dirty look of the week. I don't know, good or bad, however you want to take it. People are really, really impressive with their photo editing and video editing skills uh, on the computer. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they pay for some really good software, but I saw a video today and I was like, shit, is that real? I don't know. I don't know if it's real. And it probably wasn't because the fact that I had to question it should be my answer, I'm sure. Man, sometimes these people and their special effects, like they're miss they miss their calling on TikTok. Like they should actually be working in Hollywood. Well, there so I was actually watching a thing. It was maybe on YouTube. Um the of the different kinds of programs and stuff that you can use to edit videos and um, pictures and that kind of stuff. And like, okay, so have you seen the one where it was on Facebook and it was like a video of like Tom Cruise and Paris Hilton getting ready for like a party? Yeah. But it wasn't really them. It was like their like face imposed on these bodies. Like artificially, yep. And they said they're like, you know, it's getting really dangerous people being able to do this kind of stuff. Because then it's like, okay, so what if what if you're say at home or something, but somebody has altered some video of you out doing something that you shouldn't have been doing, but they put your face on someone else's body or whatever, but but that like happened. it looks just like you. It happened. There was a mom oh, and daughter. Um, I ah, I'm trying to think of where I read the article, but there was a mom and daughter that got in massive trouble because the daughter wanted like it's like a lifetime movie, I swear to you, but this did happen in real life. Um, the daughter was like jealous of the cheerleader that made it and she didn't something along those lines, very lifetimey, but the daughter and the mom worked and like made a video that made it look like the other girl was standing like in her cheerleading uniforms maybe smoking a cigarette or like just something wild and used it to get her kicked off the squad and then push oh. came to shove and it was not her it was the oh daughter had like stood and made these videos and then they like imposed the other girl's face yeah. on okay yes and so yeah they said like they're they be, like sued and stuff but i mean it's yeah. just you don't know anymore i don't know yeah. that's what they said like they always say, believe none of what you hear and only half of what you see. And that is the gospel. I'm telling you because nothing is ever what it looks like. Yeah. And I just feel like, okay, how on one hand do we have the technology to like artificially impose someone else's face on another person's body and make it look legit as I'll get out. But somebody hasn't figured out how to slim this body down. I've got in some pictures yet. Um, I have a couple of different apps that have like, uh, literally like the tool is called slimming and no, nope. It might slim my face down, but then I've got like a 12 inch forehead 
or it's it's not good and I'm just trying to figure out how like this sophomore 10th grade cheerleader figured it out yet I can't figure it out uh for my pictures they're all just uh not good I had Gavin take a couple pictures of me yesterday because I wanted to see what this shirt looked like on me that I got Mm -hmm. and nothing more candid than a child's picture of you they're not looking at the one you sent me yeah a couple of them they're they're not good but you know like it's just an innocent picture like he didn't even tell me he's taking this like snap and i'm like what could you want (laughs) to that's really good like he's so bothered by me asking him to take a picture of something i know it's crazy these are terrible these are terrible but i will say okay um i made my first purchase from shine Mm mm-hmm and okay sidestep if you're gonna come at me sideways because shine is made in china or because of whatever i i don't run their company or their profit margins or anything like that it's just really a struggle to find cute big girl clothes and they got some stuff so i did purchase from shine so carry on i don't care i'm sorry not sorry um but i will say i was very hesitant a lot of times when buying clothes from sites like that um the sizing is a little hard to gauge and yeah what i like about the shine app is that most of the reviews have actual real people that have taken pictures of them wearing the shirt or whatever so you can kind of get a feel for like what it really is how is it really going to drape on your body or um what type of material is it actually made of so i got i ordered four shirts um because again i have these stupid meetings next week and i was trying to look for some work shirts uh four shirts free shipping 38 dollars, and i got the first one in and it's almost a little bit big like i was pleasantly surprised because i'm sure once i watch it like it won't be but um man i've been doubting it all these years i have looked at this app for probably a solid year and always put stuff in the cart and then never ever got it and i'm pretty regretful now because i'm like man all these like you've been missing out on some good clothes like well at least you know now you yeah, know so. uh for sure but if you're looking for anything i'm talking like cheap like they always have stuff on sale and coupons and free shipping and whatever but um and i ordered them not even a week ago all four shirts have shipped i've already received one um and like i didn't pay for any kind of rapid shipping or anything crazy so here's to hoping the other three fit i might be back next week ranting with a dirty look of the week if they don't (laughs) um i'm just hoping they do because i want to be able to have good stuff to wear for these stupid work meetings and not have to go back out and find something i ordered some maxi dresses one time from an app and i got them in and at the time ethan's little sister um on his mom's side she was like nine or 10 at the time. And I had to give them to her because they didn't fit. I was like, what in the world is this? Uh, I was like, this is this doesn't even fit like a child. Yeah, we ran into it one time with Remy. We ordered a dress on Amazon for Christmas. And it was like Cindy Brady, like the it fit her, except for for some reason the length did not. Like everywhere else fit exactly like it should have. But the length I mean, barely covered her little undies. Like, oh man, it was straight up like Charlie Temple 60s. <laughs> yes, um, she come out wearing it, and I was like, oh my gosh, we gotta put some pants on or something. Like, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but that's you know again that's the risk you take um and i don't know but i'm i'm thoroughly impressed so far with this first shirt it's uh like a long sleeve t-shirt kind of very soft material but it's got like a lacy neck top to where you could swing it as dressy or not but yeah i don't know i uh pleasantly surprised which Clothes are hard for me. I like, I really like Torrid, which is a plus, they have plus size clothing mm-hmm. for women, but it's outrageous. Um, Like, did you want one shirt for $78? Yeah. And I, and I'm sure it's great quality. Like, I'm not even trying to knock it. That is just well out of my budget. Yeah. Well, and I think like the cost of clothing and stuff is just really ridiculous <laughs> anyway. That I was looking at um, some new work pants and I was like, man, it's going to be like sundress season soon. So I'd rather just wear maybe some dresses and skirts and stuff that I have to work here soon than spend, you know, $70 on a pair of pants. Maybe next fall. (laughs) I found a couple of good pairs at Burlington um, and they were like eight or ten bucks each and it's exactly that like I just needed enough to get me through the rest of this cold season Mm -hmm. but I'm gonna need to look for like some dressier capri pants I'm I'm just not built for maxi dresses I bought a long one for the wedding that we went to in December and although they are super comfortable the way that I am built they just make me look about nine months pregnant no matter what no matter what the style is or I, it's just not, they're just not good for me. And I hate it because they are really comfortable. Um, I especially love the maxi dresses that have pockets. Yeah. But I, I need to maybe look for some dressy capri pants. Um, and I also think I'm going to have to break down and get, obviously it's not going to be dressy, but some sort of like a steel toed tennis shoe. Um, it doesn't happen often, but I, I have a customer I've been going to for months now, and I always wear closed toed shoes no matter where I'm at, because if I'm, like, walking on a dock, or, like, you just never know what anybody's requirements are, so you'll not catch me working in open-toed shoes. I just, I don't want to have to do the whole thing where I have to change shoes and whatever, so always closed toed yeah. But I went to this place the other day, and I had on, like, ballet flats, mm-hmm. and he looks down at my feet, and he's like, mm do you have any other shoes? And I'm like, well, no, because I've worn these here every time I've been here. What's what's now wrong with my shoes all of a sudden? <laughs> um, and he's like, oh, we got a new safety guy. I'm going to be honest. I don't really care. I'm sure that you're fine. But this new safety guy is pretty hardcore. And too much of your foot is showing. Oh, okay. I'd be like, I'm not trying to operate a forklift out there, though. Right. But... <laughs> it's like, uh, and actually, I thought they'd be proud of me because every other time I don't have, I did not have safety goggles of my own. And whenever I'm on their warehouse floor, you have to have safety goggles also. So they always give me a pair to wear. And so, mm-hmm. like, I come in hot this last time. Like, yeah, look at me. Got my own safety goggles. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're totally like, mm, your shoes are not appropriate. Like, they didn't even, they were not even sure <laughs> that I had my own safety goggles. But I think I'm gonna have to look for like a pair of something just in case, um, mm-hmm. because now apparently too much of the top foot being exposed could could be of a concern. Um, but I'm with you. I'm literally just 
Just trying to check out what you got going on in that warehouse, not per se jump on your machine. <laughs> right. I'm like, I, I'm not employed here. <laughs> right. In case we forgot, uh, it's a no. If I wanted to be a forklift operator, certainly I know where I would go to do that job. Uh, <laughs> right. It's not not in the cards for me. Oh, oh my gosh, we had a um, we had a story today. We had our our once a month meeting in Richmond. And we heard a story today of one of my coworkers. Thank God he's still alive. Um, he was operating a forklift and was backing it out of a trailer onto the dock mm-hmm. and went to like, if you could imagine doing a U-turn kind of in reverse. And so he went to then back into another trailer, like out of the one and then just right straight back into the one beside it. Yeah. Except for a newsflash. Somebody moved that trailer and didn't <gasps> tell anyone. Oh, no. Back straight off the dock in the forklift. <gasps> oh, my gosh. And it's literally, like, alive with no issue. Like, nothing ever happened. And was it, did he get hurt? I, I don't know because I didn't want to, like, pry too much because I, I don't know that it was. It had to have happened in the last five years. I've nailed that timeline down. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I didn't want to be like, holy hell, dude, how are you alive? You know what I mean? But, you yeah. Um, I'm sure that my facial expression said it all. When we have these meetings, uh, I sit at the front like a teacher. And then there's usually like 30 or 35 folks in each round of meetings. We do three rounds. And when he told it in the first meeting, I'm sure that my face, like, I, I was just like, what? Um, yeah, shoop, right off the dock. So I would have mm. been like, so this is how I die, Lord. This is it. Uh. And the thing is, like, he was probably, like, in midair before he even realized. Like, oh, hell, there's no trailer There was not a trailer there. Yeah, I just thought, man, that's wild. Like, how does that even happen? But I guess he had just been working, working, working. Well, while he was in that other trailer, somebody pulled that other one away from the door, and he didn't know. So he, like, backed up, beep, 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 right in the other, whoop, off of the dock. Oh, my God. I know. That's exactly what I was like. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what was up with the horror stories today, but... Uh, the our safety topic today also involved connecting uh, two pup trucks together, mm-hmm. and where to place your hand. Which I was like, "Oh, it's a very specific topic to discuss." Um, and I mean, it wasn't just discussed; like asking openly, like, "Where do you put your hand? What did you say? What was your answer? And what did you say? Where was your answer?" Like, just like a very open, engaged discussion about where to put your hand. And then um, he said, "Well." We had a guy last year bring his glove in and it still had his finger in the glove. <gasps> I, like, and I I mean, again, the look on my face probably said it all. Um, But he's like, yeah, they were trying to see if they could reattach that thing or not. But yeah, straight up, like, excuse me, sir, I have oh a bit God. of an injury. Here's my glove and my finger's still inside. <gasps> oh there. my gosh. Um, oh. yep, he brought so. it in and was like, your glove. Yeah, excuse me, I got a, a glove with a finger in it. I'm not sure what to do here, but it's not attached to my hand. Oh um, my God. I feel like clearly I you're in shock. Because... Yes, yes, I'm sure. And I'm sure whoever <laughs> it was first reported to was like, oh, okay, man, yeah, your finger's in your glove. Ho, ho, ho. Well, um, in a situation and... like that, like they say sometimes like you just don't feel pain because your body just immediately goes into like survival mode and... Right. kind of shuts down your pain receptors and stuff so i, I imagine he was, he probably didn't think anything of it until like later <laughs> yeah so about this finger in my glove well, how do we want to handle that uh 
I literally, today, I literally just kept having shocked face the whole meeting. Every time right. you said something, I would, and I would like audibly make like the, like a gasp <laughs> over my mouth, like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I literally cannot contain myself. Where are you coming out with these stories at today? Like, right. I don't know. It was like, uh, You're like, put your arms above your head. <laughs> I know. And I'm sure, like, I don't, so I'll just, the third thing that made me gasp today, uh, <laughs> during this meeting was a rogue driver that might have had his transmission kick out of gear a little bit mm. and uh he was rolling down a mountain maybe or maybe not going over 100 miles an hour and that oh. one i straight up when he said it, i was like <gasps> i mean like like i couldn't even pretend to hide it uh but today was like the shock and awe meeting i don't know i don't <laughs> i don't know if they were like it's valentine's day let's hit him with some gore or uh i don't nobody was quite as appreciative of it being valentine's day like i was today oh um i had some I had some co-workers first thing this morning be like yeah i don't know that i'm ready for all of what you are bringing this morning uh you're pretty you're pretty chipper this morning and i was like oh well i mean but it's valentine's day and i have had a lot of coffee so those combined sorry and i dressed up for valentine's day today i okay good see this is Mm-hmm. this is the disconnect i just don't feel like everybody here gets the full gist of things there <laughs> um i also wore a very specifically i had a red sweater and a nice. black shirt that had pink and red flowers on it um, oh. i also was very valentiney um and i believe the exact words were you're coming in awful hot this morning and i'm gonna need you to tone it down um mm. i'm sorry it's a holiday that I really enjoy. And if they really wanted to know, every other year I've given my coworkers actual Valentine cards. So mm-hmm. they're lucky that they didn't get like Hello Kitty Valentine cards today. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I was apparently just full of it this morning and nobody was having it. Yeah. I had a red, white, and pink uh, striped dress on today. A pink oh, cardigan, oh. red shoes, and red lipstick. I freaking love it. And of course, red lipstick. I would expect mm-hmm. nothing less from you. I was called out on that the other day. Did I tell you that? I don't think so. Oh, we have a coworker um, who you've maybe traveled with before. Okay. And okay. Um, she walked past my cubicle the other day and I didn't have one red lipstick but she was like where's your red lipstick at and I was like oh it didn't match my outfit today which it didn't I don't remember what I was wearing but not red lipstick appropriate outfit and she's like that's your signature look you need to get your signature under control <laughs> that is hilarious okay. because can I tell you um <laughs> when we traveled last year okay a couple of things about this one if anybody's ever going to call anybody out for anything it definitely will be her <laughs> yes <laughs> has no shame in her game and she's going to hit you with exactly what she's thinking whether it's appropriate or not um but when we traveled last year she made sure to point out that i guess someone really early on in her career uh in our industry told her that in her role she should have red nails it draws the attention and it's commanding and she should have red nails and since that day some 30 40 ish years ago she has always had red nails that is funny my mom used to work at a bank and they had a rule that you had to have your nails painted either red or pink 
and they had to be painted. Um, I worked at a place once where you could wear open-toed shoes, but only if your toes were polished. Yes, I did too. Mm -hmm. Um, And you could not wear open-toed shoes past Labor Day. Oh, well, that is a great rule. Okay, I mean, not. Okay. If they would have implemented the rule for whites, um, I'm a big stickler on not wearing white after Labor Day and not like... Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm wearing a white t-shirt. No. Like, stop wearing your white pants suit. That's, yeah. that's not appropriate after. Um, But open-toed shoes, I am guilty of wearing all the way through, like, December if it's not snowing. Yeah. I just, I feel I love a good sandal. With nature, I would go barefoot all the time if I could. <laughs> um, although that's a bit dangerous these days because you just never know what kind of needle or whatnot you may step on. Yeah. Um, But I, I just... Barefoot is where it's at for me. Um, actually, the president of our company called me out one time wearing sandals in like November. Um, I also had short sleeves on, and he looked over at me and then did like a double take and looked back and was like, "Uh, so you're not cold or anything?" And I hit him back with, "Well, I'd go barefoot if it wasn't frowned upon in the workplace." And <laughs> you would have thought he saw ghosts. Like he didn't know how to respond to that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that everybody maybe hits him with the the honesty there but i was i was bringing it that yeah. day um and again in ohio like if it was warm enough to wear sandals i'm gonna do that in november absolutely um it's weird here because i mean we're already in the 70s and stuff and like i don't know the people here are still wearing boots and coats and such but the yeah. ohio in me um, I mean, it's Lucasville. I'm ready to break out like the shorts and the spaghetti strap yeah. tank tops, flip flops. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so I don't know, but I will say Gatlin has probably only had to wear pants to school this year. Like I would say, less than ten times the oh, whole year. Good. Um, it's just, it's a good. I don't know. I say this now. Fast forward me in like August when I'm complaining about how I'm dying of a heat stroke every day. And be like, oh, don't you remember though in February how much you said you love the weather there? I'm gonna let <laughs> February hit, weather <laughs> hit, hit me with the truth. Come August, because come August when it's like 110 degrees and I'm cussing myself for making this move. Uh, but right now I'm not. Right now I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Like it got a little bit cold at Christmas, and that was about it. Like mm-hmm. that's that's about it. And the forecasters here are already talking like it's. Like, we're done with any chances of winter, and this is it. And I hope that they're right. I mean, I'm I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think oh. we're supposed to, like I said, maybe get, like, a couple more snows over the next couple weeks in the forecast, but not any accumulation, it doesn't look like. But then, oh. like, I'm ready for March 12th, because then that's daylight savings time. Is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. And... I'm ready to start taking walks in the evening again when I get off work. No, I mean, the last okay. couple nights we could have walked after work, but by the time I get home and get my stuff put away and change my clothes, it's dark out outside. So when we spring forward, though, it's going to be darker in the morning more, right? Yeah. Yep. Dang it. Because I will say that's the one, that's the one thing I hate. Uh, again, once a month, I got to drive to Richmond. I had to do that this morning and I had to leave my house here at about 530-ish. And it's dark almost the whole drive. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to it not being dark sometime in the near future for that drive. Because, man, it's like an hour and 40 minutes and it's not bad. But it's 
um, kind of a country road that's two lanes on each side, but not a highway. Yeah. And there's 8,000 little towns. So, like, you get up to 55, and then within about five miles, it's like, burr, burr, flashing light, speed limit, 35, you're coming into another town. So, it's like a slow, just terrible ride in the dark. And my eyesight is not that good in the dark. Well, and it'll be, so, your next... Well, when is your next meeting? Do you know what day um, that's going to be on? It would probably be, I guess, March the 14th. Second okay. Tuesday of every month. And since it fell okay. on the 14th today and February is 28th, I think it would be March 14th. Also. So that's still, okay, so that's still 28 days away. Which means we get really like 28 more minutes of daylight. Of daylight. Mm-hmm. Well, it... It'll almost kind of balance out about, well, about halfway because we'll get, I mean, even though the clocks, when they go forward, it'll be darker in the morning, but only about like a half hour's difference of darkness by then. Yeah, and I would say by like the April or May meeting. Oh, for sure. It'll be light out by then. Yeah. It should, yeah, it shouldn't be too bad. Um... And I don't mind the drive. Like, in the fall, it was really nice because tons of cotton fields everywhere, which for me, this is my first year ever seeing cotton just growing in real life. Like, mm-hmm. um, but it's really, like, it's a really pretty country drive. So, I look forward to being able to see more of it. That's the other problem in the morning. I'm like, oh, shoot, I missed that this morning? What the heck? When did they start building that? Or yeah. whatever, because it's just pitch black and no one's out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think you probably have one more meeting where you'll actually kind of be driving in the dark. And then I would say April and May, definitely by May, because especially with you being on the East Coast, the sun comes up a little earlier than it does here. I I mean, we're both Eastern time zone, but it's like it takes it a minute to get here. Well, and same with the sun setting. When we when we did fall back this year, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's it's 452 and it's dark already. And this was in like, you know, November or something to Mm -hmm. where. Normally in Ohio, that's more like a December, January darkness, but not, not here. It was just full on dark. Yeah. So you, by, by that time, yeah, it'll be, it should be light out. I'd, I'd say get light out by like 530. Cause that, that's my favorite part probably about waking up in the summer is that it's already light out before my alarm goes off. So I'm already like up and stretching and it's such a whatever. happy wake up too when it's like the sun waking you up. Like oh yes. the warm sun is just shining on my face. Yeah. In the wintertime I'm like, if it's too early for Mother Nature and for the sun, like who am I to question that? Right. I mean, They're not out who am I? Yes. The universe oh. is like, go back to bed. It's nighttime still. <laughs> I know. I also love all the birds, too, in the morning yes. and the spring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking about trying some embroidery. Yeah. Um, I ran across two, and I'll post them sometime, but two different uh, embroidery things that I just thought were so stinking cool that it almost, it's almost got me intrigued enough to figure out, as if I have more time for just another hobby or parrot as jeff would call it but (laughs) um i saw one that is very uh reminiscent of our temperature blankets and temperature projects Mm -hmm. this person just did like a regular old circular you know wooden frame for embroidery and they made 12 months almost like a pie chart Mm -hmm. but then in each month 
using the temperature guide for the colors, they embroidered different things for that month. So like say they took a cruise, they might have embroidered a ship or some ocean waves or um, an airplane or whatever, like all the different things pertaining to what they did that month. That's neat. So basically one item for each day of the month. And it looked really cool. But the other one that I saw that was like, I'm just blown away sometimes by people's creativity. Um, somebody made a pattern on like a circular uh, embroidery cloth that looks like a library. And there's like yeah. books on the shelves. But like if you look at it closely, like behind the entrance, there's like you know obviously rows and rows of books and shelves like a library mm -hmm. but they were embroidering each book that they read that year onto the thing and the color was determined by the genre of the book so like horror might be black or um recipe books and gardening might be green and so each book that they had embroidered on the bookshelves of this library were color coordinated to the genre of the books that they had read that year and the person in the thing clearly doesn't have a day job because i think they had a goal of like 300 <laughs> and some books for the year right. or something ridiculous but but the concept was very cool and i feel like with embroidery again as someone who's never actually embroidered anything i feel like it wouldn't take as long each night to like do your one little whatever or i mean they're just so tiny so I don't feel like, but I don't know. I'm thinking about uh, tangoing into it. I asked grandma about it because, you know, she's all things needlecraft in general. Um, mm -hmm. And she, hey, grandma, I'm like, grandma, how hard is embroidery? Is it something I should waste my time trying? She's like, go for it. Look it up on YouTube. I'm like, thanks. Thanks, grandma. But you know how to do it. And you're just. You've really gotten with the times, Grandma. You are uh, in your 80s and just recommending YouTube to me as a solution <laughs> for life. Like, I feel like full circle here, but uh, but I don't know. I, I was thinking about maybe trying out, doing some research, and then picking a project to do for the year for my birthday at the end of July and starting my year for that project on my birthday to do, like, birthday to birthday. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I might do something maybe temperature wise for a birthday one year um maybe a big birthday yeah so my birthday this year I turned 39 yeah Ooh. Uh, which is crazy because I remember doing a 30th birthday with you and it just doesn't seem like that long ago I remember I the outfit that I was wearing <laughs> it's ridiculous I saw a picture the other day of Remington and she I don't even think she was like one but she was wearing a hat that you had made her. And I was like, oh my gosh, like she's totally in like footy jammies and like one, but rocking the hat that you made her. So it's just, I don't know, time flies when you're having fun, but sometimes it does. I'm like, gosh, what? Like, I don't know, especially when I see Lucas, more so when I hear Lucas talk these days. To oh, where I'm yeah. Like, Holy <laughs> hell, who is the grown man in your house, Sarah? Um, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. He. He definitely has turned into uh, a young man yeah. versus just, like, a teenager. He's, like, you know, went from, hey, mom, can I have some pizza rolls to, like, hey, mom. Yeah. I'm going to make myself these pizza rolls. <laughs> I'm just like, holy hell, man. I don't, 
Yeah. Cute. And That's he's the boy. he's the littlest one too, which is I mean, well, he's not the littlest one because he's you know taller than Ethan and stuff, but but like he's the youngest. So like it's just I don't know, it's just weird to think that there's only just a few more years and then they'll well, both be grown. We've been here uh almost six months and when we moved in here, Gatlin couldn't reach the light in the dining room because it's like the, the chain on the ceiling fan. Mm-hmm. And now he can with no oh. problem. And I'm like, oh, man, that's, I mean, good, but kind of a bummer at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not ready for them to grow. Um, If you've dabbled in embroidery or you have figured out the solution to make your kids stop growing and we'll take advice on either. <laughs> um, we would love to hear from you. You can email us. Uh, it is spelled all the way out. Needles, hooks, and dirty looks at gmail.com. Or you can find our Facebook group where we talk all things yarn and temperature projects and just fun in general. Uh, Needles, hooks, and dirty looks podcast year long stitchathon. Um, or all of our social media is the same. Uh, Insta, Facebook, TikTok, everything at needles, hooks, DL. Um, you can find us there. But seriously, if you know anything about embroidery, let me know if I should not waste my time trying to like fall down that rabbit hole. Or, you know, if you've got any feedback there, we would love it. Um, but otherwise, we wish everyone a happy Valentine's Day and we hope that it was great and that you join us back here next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.